The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Bonjour, bienvenue à Spectacle Wilfred Watches. Je suis Wilfred. Bienvenue à Norbert Fouillon. Comment vas-tu? I'm fine. It was a great effort you put in. Congratulations. Uh, that was horrible. Uh, welcome to Wilfred Watches, guys. Um, I have a very lovely guest, uh, my dear friend Norbert. He is the voice uh, with Alain. Um, of New Japan in France, uh, much like we have Access TV here in the States um, that shows uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, France does as well. So Norbert has been kind enough to come by again um, and chat with me today. So how are you doing, man? Uh, I've been ill all week. I'm, uh, I've been coughing a lot, got a pretty bad cold. I'm always ill. On the uh, week of my birthday, or the week after, for that matter. So uh, as usual, uh, but uh, I'm hanging in there. We'll see. We'll see how it happens. And uh, I, I, I want to f- um, congratulate you on the growth of your podcast, man. Thank you. That's very, very sweet of you. It's it's come a long way in a very short amount of time. And, and now it's definitely... not just you on Twitter talking about it. It's other people too. Congratulations. Thank you. That's very sweet. <laughs> um, I'm I'm very grateful, and and I'm glad to share my platform with friends, wrestlers, announcers, anybody. Um, this is not just me. It takes a, it takes a group effort. So um, before we jump into some questions to Norbert, uh, I do want to say uh, I did actually have a Patreon uh, start. So if you do want to support um, in a different type of way, we have uh, many levels there. You can get T-shirt. You can get stickers. Um, you could be part of the show. So check that out on the on the Twitter at Wilford Watches if you'd like that. Uh, and I do want to give out a hashtag markout mention to Hisame on Twitter. She is the voice, the English voice of uh, Pro Wrestling Noah, which has been very exciting recently. Um, so thank you to her. She's she's a great great uh, force of good in the world of uh, Pro Wrestling Twitter. And also, Matt Charlton, thank you for joining last week. Uh, we had a great conversation, um, so please check out the previous episode if you get a chance. And a special thanks to Mr. Warren Hayes, a very good friend, very very generous gentleman um, who uh, gave me some guidance over the past week, so thank you to that uh, dear person. So, with that being out of the way, uh, Norbert, your show has been on J1 in France. Um <laughs> When we spoke, it was just kind of getting started a few months ago when we first spoke. Uh, how is it coming along, and how is it being received by the the French people? How is New Japan Pro Wrestling being received, and how is the show doing? Uh, it's doing, uh, I think it's doing really well. Uh, we don't have any idea of the ratings yet, but it doesn't work like the same. It's a pretty a small channel. Uh, G1. Uh, the following on Twitter has been really, really it impressed me a lot. Uh, I think we're going to do fine. I'm pretty confident because when the products are good, it cannot, to me, do do no, it cannot do wrong. It did, uh, I, I think it's doing pretty good. It's a lot of fun. I'm really proud of it. 
There are many fans uh, that are thanking us for uh, showcasing the best pro wrestling uh, in the world right now, because it is. So I'm pretty confident about the uh, ratings. I think we are. Uh, we'll know about them like on Monday or Tuesday, something like that. So oh, fantastic! So pretty confident. So how long? If if I don't know if you're allowed to say this, but how long is this current uh, project going to be lasting? Do you have any word on the length of this, uh, or, or are you awaiting word on on how long this uh, show will be running? I don't know because we are signed till the end of February for that oh. first. Uh, so, so we'll see. Um, I don't know for now. Uh, I cannot say everything that I know, obviously. But the thing is, we're supposed to go till the end of February. So we're going to uh, do commentary for Wrestle Kingdom. That's pretty exciting as well. Um, we'll see. Awesome. And and if if you want to say a, a message right now to if anybody who's listening in France um, in the native language, do you want to say like how they can contact you or or voice their their pleasure of the program? Do you have uh, anything you want to throw out there in, in the French language for them? Hello. 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 Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I lost you for a moment. Yeah, I lost you too. OK, that's OK. I said um if you want to say anything to people in France about if if they think you're doing well, how can they show their appreciation for the show? They should uh, put the the uh, Twitter tag of the channel of the station. Station is the word in English. I'm sorry, of the station. They gotta say thanks to them directly on Twitter. I think it's the best way. Uh, we don't have no hashtag to talk about it. It has not been. <laughs> yet so i've been kind of pushing for it but there's still no decision made regarding that but they should uh tag me and alain uh, the, the name of the station j uh j underscore one uh fr i think it is fantastic um so we we i saw a, twi- a tweet a little earlier this morning how we were discussing kenny omega being mm. uh the best wrestler of the year which has been a uh, a lot of people have have mentioned that in polls and uh, award shows, and uh, he's best bout machine, of course. Uh, and I mentioned to you that we actually had a poll on the show where he was rated the best and most overrated. Um, is Kenny the best wrestler of the year for you? I'm about to release a video on Cesar Catch, my YouTube channel, uh, a YouTube channel I work on. Um, is not gonna be my number one. Okay, I can spoil it. Doesn't matter. My number one is uh, is Tanahashi this year. Oh, yes. um, uh, who are these people who vote for Kenny Omega's most overrated? Are they for real? I mean, I know it's New Japan, but for example, Bliss is overrated. I think that uh Come on, I mean Yeah, I, I think that it's uh it's it's actually a reflection of some people who are louder in certain uh, sections of the of the internet world uh versus mm. the the majority who might not be as vocal online. I, I don't know if that's true, but um you do see that some people are louder than others. Um and especially the Japanese culture, you 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 are not really supposed to be as loud um that's impolite uh Mm -hmm. so i wonder yeah i i don't know who voted uh it was anonymous but (laughs) that's the results of what people thought uh who listened but i I I cannot believe it yeah i watched yesterday it was in the morning in france that golden lovers versus uh tanahashi and osprey bout 
my God. And I've been thinking about it. I was like, okay, so I'm always going with the Young Bucks for best tag team in the world. But I recall those matches that the Golden Lovers had with the Young Bucks, with Ishii and Okada, with uh, Ishii and Osprey, and this belt with Osprey and Tanahashi. I think they might be the best tag team in the world right now. They're not in the discussion because they've been, you know, they, they're, they've been running for championships and there was a G1 Climax uh, as singles competitors, but Kenny Omega, what did he do wrong this year? Can somebody tell me what did he do that was wrong or bad? Is there any bad match with Kenny Omega this year? Is there any thing that he did that you go, oh, okay, so there's another, another thing. Mm-hmm. There's the, the fandom around Naito is fine. People are like, Oh, Naito should have won uh, at Wrestle Kingdom 12, blah, 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 blah. But I'm pretty sure that if he had won that match at the Tokyo Dome last year or at the beginning of this year in 2018, they would have turned on him the same they're turning on Kenny. Pretty sure it, it would happen the same way it would happen to Daniel, Daniel Bryan after he won at WrestleMania 30. People wanted him so bad to win, but now he's got the title. He wouldn't be good enough to them. It's kind of a trend to, you know, to uh, debate the undeniable among wrestling fans. It's fine. Every opinion is uh, valid, but there's something I cannot really grasp why you would think that Omega is overrated. Makes sense to me. He's so good. It's really hard to follow up Okada's uh, run as well. Really, really hard. But people grew tired of Okada, and now they wish he was still a champ. Doesn't make sense to me. It it it's um it's an interesting time in pro wrestling. I think that the mindset of like you mentioned on Twitter earlier that the the underdog complex is something yeah. that definitely plays a role into it. I believe, um, but I think that it's a it's people enjoy following the journey rather than the destination and the payoff, but. Um, it seems to be magnified in the past couple of years with not just New Japan, but you see that, as you mentioned, in WWE and NXT. Mm. And and uh, it's fascinating. I wonder how this is all going to play out. So, but you did and mention... I'm, really, yep. I'm, re- I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm really happy as well that those debates are happening. I don't agree with them, but I'm really happy that New Japan created so much passion for the fans that they actually now debate with... Uh, and they're really involved in it. I'm really happy for New Japan. And you were saying it was the last two years. That, 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 that's exactly the two years where New Japan has grown the most. So that makes sense. That's a very interesting uh, point to make. Yeah, it, it is growing. And uh, uh, it's not just growing in uh, America or England. It's growing in France. It's growing in Australia. It's growing in New Zealand. It's growing literally everywhere of the globe. And I wanted to point out, you you, you have a show on YouTube, which I was going to ask you about. It is wildly successful. I've popped in on the stream occasionally. Mm. Uh, it is in French, but I want you to tell me a little bit about it uh, because you have an amazing following on there um, and tons of people follow. So tell me about your YouTube show. I'm, I'm interested to hear a little bit about it. Okay, so I'm doing uh, several shows on a uh, YouTube channel called Cesal Catch, which roughly translates to uh, That is Wrestling, uh, This is Wrestling, whatever. And I'm not the head of the channel. This mm-hmm. is Sturi. He's the guy who created it. 
and we do podcasts about uh, the the show you popped on was uh, a preview of a WWE paper. You cannot remember which one. Mm-hmm. These one are really success, uh, successful. Uh, and I'm doing every week a show called Feuillant et Rabi Live. It's uh, a weekly uh, podcast about wrestling, WWE, New Japan, CML, Ring of Honor, whatever. So where we get to call the listeners, uh, kind of like Wrestling Observer Live. That was my inspiration, to mm-hmm. be honest. So, uh, yes, we do many shows. I had a lot of... Uh, there was I used to do a Norbert Feuillant is not amused um, <laughs> column every week where I was... Uh, rambling and ranting about things because i love that uh so uh, and i had to stop because i don't have time anymore but the channel is cesal catch uh, like subscribe share whatever thank you absolutely man um <laughs> so wrestle kingdom 13 is literally just around the corner it's the yeah. most exciting time of the year um as you mentioned the road to tokyo dome had some tremendous matches um they really didn't you know, draw it out over a week or two. They really packed it in and condensed it into two really hot shows. Um, what are your plans for viewing? I know that you are uh, six hours ahead of Eastern Standard Time in the States, so you have Wrestle Kingdom at a much more favorable time in the morning. Um, 8 a.m. That's a perfect time. Um, what are your plans for viewing? Uh, what do you do? You have some people over? Do you watch by yourself? Uh, are you on the Twitter? What what what's your viewing uh, routine for this picture? For Wrestle Kingdom, I'll be up. I think for the pre-show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably seven a.m. and an hour long, isn't it? I have not seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Well, let, let's say it's an hour long. So I'm going to wake up at six in the morning. Um, start show at seven. My uh, friend, uh, my friend Rabi, who does the uh, the shows with me, mm-hmm. um, will be uh, with me at my place. It's gonna be at my place live. And my best friend Celine, she's uh, gonna gonna come over as well. So we're gonna watch that live, live. And uh, can you imagine we'll be just out of bed, starting with Bushi and Osprey. I mean, no coffee oh, needed. That God. will get us started, man. <laughs> this is so exciting. I mean. Talking about it, I'm, I'm really excited about that match. We were all hoping for it. And then Osprey injured his ribs. And we're like, oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to see this match. And it's it's happening. And man, if it's as good as the sequences that they, they did uh, l- last morning, man, it's going to be incredible. And also on that point, it is interesting because we usually see the junior tag title on the line to open Ooh. up the show for the last few years. And... This is a really interesting shift because, of course, the Young Bucks are no longer in the junior tag title, um, but they usually would kick it off. And now we're getting this incredible dream match of Ibushi and, and Osprey <clears throat> one-on-one for the Never title, um, a title that really fits these two guys very well. It really fits uh, Kota Ibushi perfectly because he is that <laughs> very transitional type of guy between lightweight and, and heavyweight. Uh, you you mentioned coffee, and that was actually one of my <laughs> questions. What is your favorite? We always talk about food or drink on this on this show, uh, so I'll ask it now. What's your favorite coffee? What's your go-to coffee? Mine is uh, Cafe Bustelo. That's my go-to in the big yellow uh, big yellow tin. What's yours? I I don't know. I drink whatever coffee I can get my hands on. I love coffee. I'm so <laughs> uh, I usually buy a Brazilian coffee in supermarkets, so uh, I don't even know the brand. Mm. 
I don't know, but I drink a lot of coffee. In France, we have uh, bars uh, serving coffee all over the streets. So it's kind of, we don't really know. <laughs> you don't really, you yes. ask for coffee. You don't go to a, a bar or a brasserie and go, I want that coffee. You just, I want coffee and they give you coffee. So it's not, not the same, I think. No, it's it's definitely a lot different here in the states. Um, yeah, uh, we have a lot of breakfast uh, tacos and and uh, mm. very fattening things here in the in the heart of Texas. Um, so. Breakfast tacos. Oh yeah, oh, eggs, yeah. Uh, sausage, chorizo, bacon, uh, everything, anything you want, you could put it in a flour tortilla <laughs> or a corn tortilla. It's uh, it's a magical place. You would gain fifty pounds right away. I guarantee it. All right, I don't need them. No, <laughs> I don't need them at all. <laughs> um, let me ask you something. This is a question from my friend uh, Omega Luke podcast. Uh, my buddy Luke. He says, uh, "I'd like to know with the recent surge of European wrestlers, um, you know, like Walter and and, and mm. Pete Dunne in the UK, of course. Uh, are there any French wrestlers that are starting to gain any traction, or could be the next big thing?" Uh, uh, anything that that any name that we could put put a put our finger on and try to keep tabs on, um, or is it still relatively kind of a quiet time right now in the French? Oh, it's a really bad time for French wrestling. Mm. It sucks, man. It's a. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I know you don't like swearing, but I couldn't help this one. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you see, there is a big problem going on actually as we speak among uh, French wrestling fans because. Some promoters, some wrestlers have done really bad things. I don't want to expose it right now in your podcast, but mm -hmm. let me tell you, the problem is pro wrestling has always been a really shady business behind the scenes. And But the thing is, in France, we don't even have the, the, the actual good wrestling. There are so few wrestlers that, that can make it abroad. There's one guy that got noticed by Jay Lethal, Recently, his name is Senza Volto. Uh, he's a really, really good high flyer, and he should leave France and wrestle any, anywhere else. He should really leave. Senza, if you hear me, we've been, we worked together in the past. Leave the country, cast to us, Senza. <laughs> and there's obviously Tristan Archer, Clément Petiot, uh, who did the um, yeah. Cruiserweight Classic, mm -hmm. who's really good, but for some reason is not, not making it. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. That um, with the impending Brexit, I, I wonder mm -hmm. how that if it will be harder for some of these talents to move around, especially England, where it's a red hot right now. Of course. Oh man, yes. It's it's amazing. Do you do you have the ability to keep tabs on any other uh, wrestling promotions around uh, the world, other than? The, the major ones, New Japan and WWE, do you keep tabs on the British scene at all uh, or, or any I, Japanese wrestling uh, promotions? Uh, I really like OTT, honestly. Uh, yeah. I try to keep track of their shows. I don't have the time to watch everything. But those Walter and Osprey and Matt Riddle matches they had this year were, were incredible. I want to say Jordan Devlin, was, uh, uh, he had a good one with Walter. Uh, yeah. Oh, Incredible yeah. match that was. Uh, OTT is really, really, and their announced team, they're really, really good. I think they might be best announcers, not New Japan or WWE related. Hmm. I'll have to take a look at that. Yes, um, OTT are really, really good. 
So, what do you think <coughs> makes a what do you make what do you think makes a good announcer nowadays? Uh, because, I'm losing you, Wilfred. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's okay. Um, what do you think makes a good announcer for pro wrestling these days? Because seems that the very good ones are very few and far between. Uh, oh, I was just gonna ask you, what do you, uh, what makes a good announcer these days in pro wrestling? Um, uh, it's very hard to find some good announcers. Kevin Kelly, there is just it's very hard to find. What what makes a good pro wrestling announcer? Do you think? I think that letting the action play out is the the key to me. Uh, don't talk too much. My, my flaw when I started was maybe shouting too much as well. Now I don't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, let the action play out and remember that uh, that you're here to uh, tell how good it is, I think. Mm-hmm. It's very easy, I'm sure. As, as coming in as a fan, you probably get very drawn into it. Um, but uh, people like Kevin Kelly is amazing. He, he can really... He's incredible. He could capture that excitement that we all share, but also educate us. It's it's very hard to find a very good announcer. Um, as Kevin Kelly see, and, and, and Rocky Romero oh, oh, together, yes. they are fantastic. They really are. It's fantastic. Really are. Um, something that is very fantastic to me is thinking about what your favorite wrestling move is. Um, oh, I yeah. I want to say that, uh, and my friend John on Twitter asked this uh, to the Twitterverse earlier or yesterday, and I thought about it, and I put I, I put pile driver, a fisherman suplex, um, like the old Mister Perfect uh, Perfect mm. Plex, and um, and a moon salt. I love a good moon salt. Uh, what are some some moves that you just really absolutely love seeing? Okay, so that's really old school, but I love the Iron Claw. Oh, yeah. I think of, of of people of a certain age. Every, at least my dad, my dad would always do that iron claw to me. He's like, oh, yeah. you know. Because <laughs> I'm such a fan of Barry Windham. He's like one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So I remember his iron claw was really good. Not as good as the Sheik's one. Anyway, that's another subject. But <laughs> I like the iron claw. I like the Rainmaker. Um, Obviously, a Gunson Arco, whatever. It's always great to see one. Mm-hmm. And f- I don't know why I love the single leg crab so much. Really? That's an interesting like the, call. That's interesting. Like the, ma- the Maple Leaf version is uh, Ice Aggression. I, I like to uh, give a big shout out to John. He's a friend of mine from the actual real life. I, I love you, John. And that match with Sabre uh, at Final Battle was really, really good. And he did the uh, Maple Leaf single leg crab. I was so happy. Uh, I love the single leg crab, yeah. And when you think about it, you really can focus all of your torque and and uh, advantage to pulling that limb really out of its socket. That's that's a very interesting call. I yep. like that. It's very unique. Um, uh, so Omega Luke podcast, my friend Luke, has another question. He says, uh, do you believe there's a current lion currently um, that could be that top echelon where Okada and Tanahashi is in the next four to five years. Uh, he points out that Shota Umino seems to be like he has everything, you know, ready. Um, yeah. Who do you think is going to be that that level? Um, because, I mean, if you look at it right now, Jay White kind of just came in and he's he's running the show now. <laughs> and, mm. and, and we I don't think many people thought he would be where he is that quickly. Um, who's a name that we should look out for? 
Shota Umino is the obvious, it's an obvious call. I mean, he's got everything. It, his match with Shingo was really, really good. And I, I see uh, I see a new Tanahashi in him more than a new Okada, but uh, Umino is really likable. He's got fire, he's got passion. Uh, he's really, really good. And uh, I want people to not forget about Kawato as well, yes. who's on excursion in CMLA right now. Kawada was so incredible, but he's going to be a junior when he starts again in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, I, it was my bet on winning the 2020 uh, Best of the Super Juniors. So Kawada is really, really good. I, I think Kawada and Umino, obviously. I'm a really big fan of Kawada. I cannot wait for him to return. Um, right. I would love to see him come back at like a New Year's Dash. Um, that would be really entertaining. Yes. Um, I'm going to leave you with this question. Um, mm-hmm. Who's going to win the main event of the Tokyo Dome? Who's going to win and and who's going to lead New Japan into 2019 with the belt? Mm. I think Tanahashi will win. Not very confident, sure. though. Not very confident. Uh, I know. I know. Kenny's in a weird spot right now there's maybe AEW, you know it's gonna mm-hmm. probably start something we don't know if they're gonna have tvd or not but uh it's interesting because it's one of the first time I, I was pretty sure last year that okada was gonna win but this year it's really it's really hard to 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 predict there are a lot I- of more factors involved this year <sighs> There, there's mm. a lot because we don't know where these elite guys are going. We mm. we have a thought, but we don't know for sure. Nothing is known for sure. There's a plethora of people that um, could be heading in all different directions. You see somebody like Court Bauer, the uh, who runs MLW. He yes. just tweeted yesterday that you know t- a couple of people were trying to make raids on their talent. And we're yeah. we're in the middle of December, almost to January first, and there is a lot of action. What a year this has been! Man, come on, this year it was ridiculous how good it was. It really was. It, I, I I've been watching personally New Japan for about about four to five years full time. Mm-hmm. I kind of got into it about six or seven years ago with Prince Devitt time, and. Uh, for me, it's been the most exciting and the most anxiety-ridden, too, because it's a big, big step for a company to go global or to expand. And it seems that this is a totally different New Japan, that 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 they've learned from their mistakes. And, and I think, I wonder what you think, I think that they're starting to really see that this is possible to contest with some of the bigger names in the United States like Ring of Honor Impact. I think that the expansion is going to get very real very quick. To me, the key, and I think I said it in the first show I did with you, was that uh, it is so good, I cannot cannot imagine how it cannot work out good for them. Because it's the shows are so great, wrestling so good. There's a part of me deep down that believes that the better wrestling, uh, the better product. It's I, I you, you can you can tell when you you read about the raw ratings, for example. 
it's not against WWE because they do things that are really good, like NXT and some SmackDown shows, and Evolution was good. Mm-hmm. But when the wrestling is bad and the storylines suck, the ratings go down. So I'm pretty sure that New Japan, if they keep going with such high-quality wrestling and great natural organic storylines, it's going to work out. I'm pretty sure that the whole world at some point will go, oh, this is the best wrestling that we ever seen. I think it's the best wrestling I've ever seen. It, it's tied with maybe the the uh, uh, golden years of uh, all Japan in the nineties. To me, we're in this uh, we're in this category right now. Of it's so great, and I want to add that people always and with uh, they're, they're right about it with, for, for good reason. Going oh, the Kubashi Mizawa Kawada was the best wrestling. But at the same time, I really like what New Japan used to do with Shono and Muto and Hashimoto and uh, the NJPW world is so great because you can see all those great, you can see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure that they are uh, offering such good, great wrestling. I don't see how the expansion is not going to work out. ROH and New Japan Soul and MSG for example. Mm-hmm. That's a good indication to where it's going, to me. I mean, directly going up against NXT. Yeah, maybe not the same night because <laughs> NXT and, and the Hall of Fame actually switched nights, which I feel yes. is a bit of a concession. Um, but it I also, think it is as well. It's a I think it fabulous PR move. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt them in the least to move it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it saves them face, I think. Um, but yeah, I think New Japan is, is coming onto American soil and jabbing WWE right in the nose. And Mm -hmm. we're going to see who takes the next move from beyond that. Uh, It's, it's an incredible time to be a pro wrestling fan. It's, it's so accessible. Um, I can speak to Norbert in France. I could speak to my friend, Matt Charlton in Spain. Um, I could speak to Toa Hinari in Japan. It's the accessibility right now. You can view wrestling just about anywhere in the globe. Yes. You can watch. You can interact with everybody online. It's it's a really, really positive time. So so don't let the – I would just say to anybody listening, uh, don't let the fear of learning something new stop you because there's a lot of people online and we've all kind of you know got into this new Japan or NOAA or all Japan. We, we got into this product – at one time, and we had questions. So, so ask those questions because the more, the better. I think in pro wrestling, it's it's an exciting time. And um, there were many. Hey, during the time I was growing up in the Attitude Era, there were so many people that tuned out. I mean, there was a a, a fever pitch at one yes. time where it was Nitro and Raw, and and all a lot of people left after that. So there's room for everybody, is my point. Um, it's funny because in France, in 1997, from 1997 to 2000, we only had Nitro on television. We didn't have WWE. That's incredible. Because the, the, the station chose Nitro over, over WWE. Wow. That was kind of fascinating when you think about it because Absolutely. I didn't tune out. I, I didn't. I, I kept watching because there was the NWO, so that was really cool. Yeah. That was really, really cool. And Chris Benoit was great. And Jericho and Malenko and Eddie. I mean, it was. But 
can you imagine how the ratings they were so high at the time and now the resting so much better and i remember the tape trading the tape trading era where i was really happy to uh, buy or exchange tapes on the uh, how do you call that in english on the vcr vhs yeah yeah tapes yeah yeah, tapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so 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 tapes, and now we got everything we want anytime we want it at our fingertips, and and yes, for very very low prices. I mean, I have uh, I watch Progress Wrestling for about mm-hmm. seven U.S. dollars fifty cents. I watch New Japan for only like eight U.S. dollars and some change. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's incredible how inexpensive and yes. the accessibility. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here. Norbert, where can we find you um, on the internet and, and converse with you um, in French and English? Uh, where can we find you on the internet, buddy? You can find me on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram as well. Um, it's my name. My full name are always the uh, my actual IDs on those uh, social media things. So uh, you can follow me like my profiles, my picture, retweet me, uh, and I'd be happy to speak with uh, all the fans uh, all over the world, in English or in French, talking New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, so thank you for having me. Once again, Wilfred. Oh, an absolute pleasure to, to share my morning and your afternoon uh, together <laughs> talking about pro wrestling. It's a, it's a beautiful art form, um, and I'm so glad that it's brought us together as friends, so thank you very much for the time. Um, please follow me at Wilford Watches. I will link Norbert's Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff on the show notes as usual, and we will talk to you next time. <laughs>